Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Steve and I show. Hope you're having a great Monday. Hope we'll make it a little bit better for you. Tonight we're back with the latest in sports, fashion, movie reviews, and the best indie music out there. Then we welcome in a hot topics, Courtney. Courtney has a uh, has a podcast. She interviewed me last week. I had such a great time for her to join us tonight. Um, her podcast is called Flight of Fancy. But she'll join us in hot topics. Chike's out. Uh, he's not feeling well. Um, also, we welcome Tina Lifford. You all know her as Aunt Vive on... Queen Sugar, and she has a new book out now. Um, it's a self-help book. You know, we all knew that she was an actress, a very talented actress, but we did not know that, I didn't know she was a, a uh, you know, a spiritual leader. And so she has a book called The Little Book of Big Lies, and she's going to talk to us about that and about being on Queen Sugar. Hot Topics are breaking out everything from Kanye West's demands, if you were working with him on his latest album that came out over the weekend. And then find out uh, what Dr. Ruth says about cheating on your partner. What you should do and what you shouldn't do. All that much more. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and of course our official website, TheStevenIceShow.com. You can also check us out at uh, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Just go to our website, TheStevenIceShow.com. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics. Right back after this. Fly, we can ball out. I'll be the first to show you what good vibes is all about. 
some flicks, she can sit with the stars. They know what we sip when we get to the bar. She wanna dance and wine like she won't live tomorrow. Girl, when I'm with you, we live in life with no care how. Girl, it won't hurt you. Hop in the ride, let your head out. You got some nerve to be looking so good, girl, you stand out. I see the stars too. But those other guys can't compare. Life ain't been the same 
Hi, I'm Tina Lifford. You know me as Aunt Bi on Queen Sugar and author of The Little Book of Big Lies. And I am listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Are you? Welcome back to The Stephen Knight Show. Miss Parker, how's it going? Happy Monday. How are you? Doing well, doing well. I know you had a good weekend. You want to talk about it? My weekends are always good. Right. <laughs> um, I didn't do much on Friday. Stay home. Did a movie and Chinese food night. Right. And then on Saturday, went out to a tailgate. Um, filmed in a spell house homecoming. Yeah. It was awesome. So hung out with my friends after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw you guys for dinner on, on Sunday. So yeah. It's always fun-filled. But Cell House, thank you guys for always having me. It's always a great time. I was out there having a blast. Yeah, I heard it was a lot of fun. The thing is, um, the weekends, it seems like it goes by so much faster. Like, the weeks go by fast, but so the weekends go by a lot faster. It's crazy. You blink and it's over. Yeah. Yeah, Friday, I actually, Friday, I had a Netflix night. Um, I watched Dolomite, Eddie Murphy, which is a great movie. Um, I watched that, and then I I finished up the series I was watching um, called... Live with myself or something like that. It was really good. Both of them were really good. And then um, Saturday, I, I went to a Halloween party, ran some errands for the Halloween party, which was a lot of fun. And then, of course, um, saw you all on Sunday, uh, our favorite Mexican spot. So shout out to El Derry Taco. <laughs> that food's just so good. <laughs> every week. Every week, yeah. And shout out to everyone who dressed up for Halloween already. Like, I'm loving seeing all the costumes. And yeah. You guys are being real creative for this, so. Most you definitely. Know I love Halloween. Uh-huh, you do. Well, we have a guest tonight, Courtney. She has a podcast called Flight of Fancy. She actually interviewed me last week, and I had a great time on her show. And so she's joining us night, uh, tonight. Uh, Hot Topics, Chike's out. How's it going, Courtney? It's going Welcome, pretty Courtney. good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Tell us a little bit about your podcast. So my podcast features entrepreneurs, um, those who are kind of like early in the game, but also who have already taken that leap to create their own legacy. So I just definitely wanted to feature, um, you know, individuals who are just trying to create their own path and build their own success. That's awesome. That's awesome. And where can we check it out? You can find it on YouTube. Um, if you search Flight of Fancy, you will definitely see my videos there. Most definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight. We definitely look forward to your your uh, output on some of these things that we're going to talk about tonight. All right, so again, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so shout out to survivors and those who are battling it. You're in our prayers. And also, ATL's Hottest Entertainment Awards. I want to let you know we're nominated for two awards. Um, we're nominated for Hottest Online Radio Show, and I'm nominated for Hottest Online Radio uh, host. So please go to our website, the Stephen Show dot com, or you can go to atlshottest.com and vote. We definitely appreciate you. All right. So the question of the day is, what's harder for you to do, forgive or forget, Miss Parker? Honestly, I used to always tell people I think I have a gift for forgiving. Um, I, I think I forgive pretty easily. I think for me, forgetting is the hardest part. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I forgive, but I, I think whatever happens lingers in my memory. I think I just can't get rid of maybe the feeling that I felt when it happened. Mm-hmm. I'm not no longer upset with the person. I'm, I move on from things pretty easily. Um, but I think for me, forgetting is the toughest part. Yeah. What about you, Courtney? I would definitely have to agree about the forgetting. Um, I feel like you can definitely get over 
you know, certain things that someone may have done or certain, um, you know, events. But, um, you know, it's still kind of in your mind when certain things pop up. So forgiving, yes, but forgetting is probably um, harder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with both of you all. I think forgetting, I get over things very quickly, um, but I don't forget it. You know what I mean? And I, and I don't think, you know, they say it's better to, you know, you forgive and forget, but I don't think you're supposed to forget. Because if you forget, and I'm, and I'm not saying hold it against the person for the rest of their life, but if you forget, then you kind of set yourself up because they've already showed you what they're capable of doing. You know what I mean? So I think it's important to forgive, but also um, I don't think you should forget. But I don't think you should hold it. If you choose to forgive someone, you shouldn't hold it against them, you know, ongoing. But tweet us at home and let us know what you think. Uh, what's harder for you to do, forgive or forget? All right, hot topic. So um, it's been officially open for a few weeks. Tyler Perry's historic $250 million Atlantic movie uh, studio is already the home of a very big event. So they announced, ABC News announced that Tyler Perry's studio was chosen as a new location um, for the Democrat uh, convention, which will be in November, November 20th. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, not convention. Democratic debate which will take place November 20th. Um, a steep competition with Tyler's studio in the new Atlanta Performance Center in the northern suburb of Sandy Springs for its location. The debate will be hosted by MSNBC and the uh, Washington Post. What are your thoughts, Ms. Park? You think this is a good idea? In, in Sandy Springs? Yeah, uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, I, think it's, I mean, I think it's good. Um, you know, I'm proud of him. He's not the first black man to have a studio, but I think he's the most well-known. Um, I don't know how much politics, but I think nowadays politics and entertainment are kind of hand in hand. So yeah. I think it's good publicity for his venue, for him as a as a businessman. Um, I just quite don't really have a opinion on how I feel about being hosted there. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, Courtney, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, I think it is a good idea. Um, like she said, definitely for publicity and just to, you know, have that visual of his studio. I know there's been a lot of videos, like, about it and on it. But, um, yeah, to be honest, I don't have a true, true opinion yeah. on whether it's that result or not. So Yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Would you? Would, would he would want to have the Democratic uh, debate there, and then if they had, you know, once they have the nominee, and then they have Trump, would they want to have that debate there as well, or would you just want to uh, just keep it Democrat? I don't know. I think the politics of it all can kind of could get in the way. No, don't bring Trump. Don't bring don't, don't break him. I agree. Trump. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But I'm saying, if you want to be bipartisan, you know what I mean. Because, I don't know, but... But we don't want to be far apart. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to uh, Tyler Perry. Joined. I was invited to his studio uh, uh, for an event, and I didn't have one to take. Miss Parker said, you should have took me. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Next time, next time. All right, well, speaking of Trump, during a recent appearance uh, to appeal to the black vote, he was, it was a, and it was backfired big time on him. So while speaking at HBCU, he was likely expecting at least some sort of crowd, but instead was greeted by an attendance of less than 10 people. According to Newsweek, Trump was the recent guest speaker at the 2020 Bipartisan uh, Justice Center, 
an event that was about criminal justice reform platform that he was using to obtain the black vote for next year's election. However, the event was held at HBCU's Benedict College in South Carolina, and only seven students were in attendance. Around 300 tickets were available for students and faculty for the event, with half reserved for the guests of Trump administration. Additionally, 10 tickets were made available for Benedict students and 25 tickets for uh, South Carolina GOP. Would you have gone, Ms. Parker? <laughs> Would you have been one to seven? No, and I'm glad, and I'm glad seven people went. <laughs> what about he deserved, you? He deserved less than that. Uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. No, I have gone. Cordy, would you have gone? I don't know. I think I may have would have gone just to see like what it was all about, but uh-huh. obviously not in full support. So yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at the seven people that went. Like, what y'all go there for? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I definitely, I probably wouldn't have gone. I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out the same thing. Uh huh. They, they, they must be Kanye fans. Right. <laughs> Speaking of Kanye, you brought him up. So his new album was released over the weekend. Jesus is King. Um, and you know, been a lot of he did a two hour interview, um, with with this uh host. I think it's on, it's on um, iTunes as well. But anyway, he said while he was making the album, he asked people that were working on the album with him to not have premarital sex. He also said that, um, you know, this transformation that he's on, that he's no longer going to perform his old music anymore. He's only performing his his um, new Christian music. And he also said that um, that um, another thing he said that I wanted to address. He was talking about, oh, men in his relationships with um uh, Jay Z and with um, who's the other person? Jay Z. I can't think. I'm sorry. I just saw it. But do you think that um, is it, obviously it's great that he, you know, has found this transformation within himself. But you think that if you were working on an album, you would have followed the rules that he asked for you to do, Miss Parker? People who, when I went, when I was going through my transition, going with spiritual, not a religious, yeah, uh-huh. but um, we had different um, Yeah, this is like kind of weird. 
this is informant and they didn't take the job. Right, yeah. Which is totally fine. But that's where, that's where they have the choice whether or not that's what they want to do. They don't have to work on his album. Mm-hmm. But if he's requiring it and that it's his business, then I think, yes, the people who take this job, I probably could not. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts, Courtney? Well, I think um, I think it's good that he's trying to be on a new path and a new journey because, um, you know, like they always say, nobody loves Kanye more than Kanye. But, right, right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how I would respond to that just because I don't know how well I could uh, contain myself, I guess. You know what I mean? <laughs> Under certain stipulations. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting it out there just being real. But, um, right, right. Yeah, if that's what he wants to do. Like, I'm all for it, but for me personally, um, you know, I don't know if I could just, like, commit 100%. <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's one thing if you want to, if you decide it's a lifestyle you want to uh, adapt to um, and you do that. But I think telling people not to have premarital sex, as long as they're not doing these things in front of you, they're respecting your growth and respecting your um, process, you can't really tell people what to do. But if he, if he did tell them at the onset of the project, listen, this is the team we're doing this album, and this is how I want it done. I think as long as he says it up front, like you said, it's a decision whether or not you want to work there or not. Um, just like Chick Fil A, you know, they're closed on Sundays for religious reasons. You know what I mean? So you know, every company they definitely have employment. They definitely have religious employment rules. As yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and in the process as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the album was good. I listened to it while I was running errands on Saturday. It was really good, so check it out. All right, our last topic, we were going to talk about Meghan Markle's sister, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. We're, so, um, Dr. Ruth, you know, she's the sex um, therapist, uh, 90 years old, 91 years old, and she says that when if you cheat on your partner and you do it one time, like you have a one-night stand and you feel really bad about it, you'll never do it again, don't tell your partner. But if you um, have like a romantic affair, you know, where you're doing it ongoing, you know, the best way to get forgiveness is to tell your partner. If you found out that your significant other cheated on you one time, would you want to know? Miss Parker. Um, I, I agree with her advice. Mm-hmm. I think if it was a one night stand or a fling, I, I, I probably don't want to know. Mm-hmm. But I think what I think I think for me, I think I identify cheating more so as being an ongoing affair. Um, I, I sorry to say this, but I think people do have random sex, um, and I think it's unrealistic almost to ask a human being not to ever have sex with another, with another person in their entire life besides you. Um, so I, as long as I don't know, I think I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. But I think when it, it's an affair where it's the same person and they they have a whole separate relationship, I think that's different. Mm-hmm. Courtney, yeah, I don't necessarily want to know, but. Um, you know, what happens in the dark comes to light. I mean, sooner or later you're going to find out and you're going to know. So I guess it just depends on like the severity of it. Again, like if it was a one-time thing, might be able to forgive that, you know, but um, if it's an ongoing situation, like I'm not cool with that. So yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah. <laughs> I think as the person, like if I was the one that cheated one time, I wouldn't want to say anything because I feel like I always look judged like, you won't be able to trust me anymore, and you know what I mean? It, it just creates this whole thing, but what does what is done in the dark does come out in the light, and the other thing, you don't want to be the only one in the room that doesn't know 
that you were cheated on. You know what I mean? Everyone else knows and you looking crazy. But uh yeah. Well, Courtney, tell us again where we can uh tell us your podcast and where we can check it out. Well, you can go to YouTube and you can find me under Flight of Fancy. Flight of Fancy, check it out, y'all. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Miss Parker, have a great week and we'll talk again next Monday. All right, right back after this.
Cause tonight will be alone. No interruptions from the phone. Peace world, it's the love king of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Keep it locked right here. Love life. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our guest tonight is one of the stars of the hit own TV show, Queen Sugar, playing the family matriarch, Anvai. Next month, she releases a new book, 
entitled The Little Big, I'm sorry, The Little Book of Big Lies. She joins us tonight to discuss it all. Please help me welcome the very talented Tina Lifford. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you. Thank Steven, you. It's great to be here. Thank you. I'm definitely a fan. Uh, you know, I follow you on social media and, you know, a lot of people, they, well, we all know you from acting and your 20, career, 20 year career and especially on Queen Sugar. But um, who knew that you did so much um, behind the scenes? But briefly, if you don't mind, I know, you know, everyone loves you in Queen Sugar. We love your character. Um, how's this experience been? I know you just wrapped season four. How's this experience been for you overall, would you say? Yeah, this is a blessed experience, and I say blessed in very specific ways. Um, Every actor dreams of getting up every day and going to do the thing that we enjoy most, which is being a channel for stories and for the the lives of other people. What we don't always get that uh, I certainly have uh, in so many ways in Queen Sugar is I'm working with an amazing cast. We all are, um, you know, we all are delivering at a level that makes us proud. Mm-hmm. We all get along really well. You know, we have um, our work environment is full of respect. You could definitely say that we are a family at work. Um, and we are telling important stories. We yes. are we are telling stories, you know, be, be, because of the vision of of Ava DuVernay and uh, the incredible team that she has assembled around her. Um, our our showrunner for season four uh, is one of the uh, writing producers that has been on the team since the very beginning, but he came in with season four, uh, Anthony Sparks, and just, you know, just really helped the Queen Sugar experience um, not just maintain, but I think even go to another level in its impact in storytelling. So I I am doing what I have dreams of doing for my entire career. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, congratulations to you on that hit show, and I can't wait for season five. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about the little book of big lies. Now, you're an author. For those that don't know that you you have other books out there, what what made you decide it was time for this for this book? So we all, every last one of us, deserve to have answers for those challenging moments in our lives mm-hmm. when, you know, some old hurt, drama, upset, or disappointment um, is standing in the way of, you know, our greater potential. Right, yeah. You know, is, is standing in the way of us um, feeling, uh, behaving as our best selves and trusting that we can not only live our lives powerfully, mm-hmm. but that we can actually live this lifetime uh, totally exploring our greater potential. And um, that was what I wanted to do 
with my career yeah. and and I had uh, um, a be- uh, debilitating experience with stage fright, mm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I had to figure out what it meant to live my best life in the midst of having had an experience that challenged that. Wow, wow. So how did you overcome that? So, you know, it takes um, it takes work. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you that the starting point is us realizing that um, any and everything in our lives, no matter what you have experienced, no how, no matter how big it feels, uh, no matter how long you've dealt with it. It can change. Yeah. How it's been up until now that is not the way it has to be from this point forward. And so that's really the starting point. And, and I say that letting you know that that's exactly what science is saying now. Mm, yeah. yeah. Neuroscience is finding out that uh, the brain, where once they, they used to believe that the brain was fixed you know after a certain age the brain didn't change and we just had what we had right but they have discovered that 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 conclusion was incorrect Mm. and so now we need to all start from the starting point of knowing that it can change yeah yeah and then the next step in changing something Stephen, is for us to learn the kinds of practices, um, mindset, and practices, actual actionable practices that we can engage in in the same way that we learn exercises right, yeah. that help us strengthen our body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Let me ask you, because, you know, there's been a lot of, you know, I watched a lot of news and and uh, there's been a lot of talk about mental health and uh, yes. people, I, they said on CBS this morning, uh, yesterday, that one in five Americans experienced some kind of mental health issue last year. D- do you okay. see how all this, what your the book that you're in, you know, and your, uh, we're going to talk about your inner fitness project. Do you see how that all plays into it? How, can you talk about how that all plays into mental health? Absolutely. So, um, you know, mental health, mental health is about uh, being, uh, mental health is about um, having a strong mental, you know, frame and uh, resilience, Right. right? Yeah. Mental. There's a diff. Let Let's start again. There is a distinction that needs to be made between mental health, mental illness, yeah, and what I and what I call inner fitness. Mm. Now, mental health just just it's the it speaks to the overall state of one's mind and how we work with our minds and operate. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Mental illness 
is it it recognizes when that overall mental state has moved to some form of dysfunction. Oh yeah, exactly. exactly. And and there's all kinds of dysfunctions, you know. Um the statistic that you that you quoted or noted at the top of the show where it's one in five, mm-hmm. uh, mostly what they're talking about is some sort of depressant. Right. Depress- yeah. de- depression. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And depression is considered a mental illness because mm-hmm. it is um, outside of the range of the normal mental state. Right, correct. Right? Yes. So anything outside of the range of the normal functioning of the of the mind or brain can be considered or is considered mental illness. Yes. So and I think I think that it's important to to realize that, you know, uh depression is something that you know, most people have experienced at some level. It's when it's when an experience becomes chronic yeah, or moves exactly. to a state where we are out of control of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That it becomes um, you know, a diseased state. Mm. A state that requires uh immediate attention. Right, yeah. Now, what what the Inner Fitness Project is about is twofold. Number one is we are championing in ways in which people can be proactive about their mental state, mm-hmm. strengthening their mental state and creating resilience and around their mental state the same way we engage in exercise to strengthen our bodies exactly. and keep us physically flexible. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right? So if we are willing to give the kind of time and attention to our physical bodies which carry us Mm-hmm. We have to recognize that inside of us is the actual self that lives our lives. Exactly. Yeah. And so we have to give the self that lives our lives the same kind of time and attention that we give the body that carries our lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, I always say that to my friends because you know I have a uh, I go to a, I see a therapist. And I remember I told one of my friends, I said, what's wrong with you? <laughs> and to me, I thought it made me laugh because, you know, I work out regularly. And, um, you know, and, and I have to admit, I didn't start seeing a therapist and my mother passed away two years after she passed away. And I just wanted to do a check-in to make sure that yeah. I was that I was handling it well. And, I was, and so my mindset now is I work out five days a week on my physical self. I have to give that same energy to my mental self and that's so exactly right. that's what I love that's your, exactly right. when I was reading up on your uh, inner fitness project um, you know it, it kind of 
that's what it's talking about. It's talking about working inner, inner, you know, your mental health and all that. Tell us more about the the Inner Fitness Project. Okay, I will. Um, But before I do, I'm going to have to say that from now on, when your friends ask you because you are seeing, because you are being proactive, taking your inner self, uh, making your inner self important and using the benefits of therapy to help you do that, the next time one of your friends says, what's wrong with you, (laughs) you say, no, dude, what's wrong with you? Right, what's wrong with you, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm doing doing everything necessary so that nothing is wrong with me. (laughs) But if you're not over there doing something, if you're not over there handling your internal business Mm -hmm. in some way, yeah. If you're not checking in on your um, hurts, dramas, traumas, upsets, right. disappointments, and fears in some way, dude, I have to ask you, what's wrong with you? But can I ask you this question, so, too? Because I've learned this. The more that I'm learning about myself and, and you know, growing as a man and, uh, you know, that's why I was also attracted to. I'm going to ask you about Ask Tina after we talk about <laughs> inner fitness. But things like that. Um I find it's it's harder sometimes to connect to people on a real deep level because you can tell they're not really there yet, and it's not judging them, but it's just if they haven't put in that put that work um, in for on their you know own being, it's kind of hard to. Do, do you find that to be the case, or what would you say to that? Okay, well, I would say this. I would say that one of the beautiful things that comes with Uh, these incredible minds that we have as human beings, Mm -hmm. we actually get to design uh, and envision our lives, right? Right. And when we take the time to envision the life we want to live, statistics will tell you that the people who know the direction they want to go in, the people who know what they want uh, are 50% more likely to actually get what they want. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So for me, I want to use this lifetime as, as best as I can use it. Mm, Yes. Right. I want to, I, in fact, my tag uh, is be fully alive. That's my aim. In yeah. this lifetime, my aim is to be fully alive. And I know, Stephen, that there are lots of people on this planet who have the same intention. Yeah, exactly. And so my intention is to attract those people find those people exactly and the people who aren't about that and who want to talk about things that I no longer can spend my time talking about I I can't spend my time gossiping anymore right because I'm too busy creating the life I want to live exactly exactly you know there's um there's a saying that I absolutely love uh it's a quote from Ernest Holmes, and it says, faith 
is the most important thing you can have. Mm. But you cannot get to the grandeur of its possibilities through petty thinking and small ideas. That's true. That's true. So, you know, there are people who were in my life that are no longer in my life. Mm -hmm. I still love them and, you know, bless them. But I'm over here trying to get to the grandeur of what it means to be fully alive. Yeah. Yeah. And it dictates it dictates the kind of conversations mm-hmm. you have and the kind of you know uh and how you spend your time. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. So what more do you want us to know about uh the inner fitness project? Well, I, I want you to know that um the reason the inner fitness project exists okay is because yes is because you know, as i said at the top of the show um it was my desire to absolutely uh fulfill my life live yeah. the life of my dreams mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and i had to figure out ways to get around um that stage fright that had left me feeling less than. Okay. So like I, like I said, like I say in the book, any event that has ever taken place in your life, any person or experience that left you feeling less than, incapable, limited, or disconnected from yourself in any way, is a lie Mm. and we must now take our power back from those lies and so the little book of big lies is a very very instructional simple actionable um uh way of it, it lists ways that you can indeed begin to take your power back from anything, Mm. any hurt, drama, trauma, upset, disappointment, or fear. Yeah. And it prescribes a way of looking at yourself that is really, really uh, powerful and strengthening and makes you... builds the kind of you that can stand before anything that life might send your way and you can thrive. Would you, would you like for me to sort of uh, give you an example of what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, in fact, anyone listening can, can join in on this exercise. I want you to think about, uh, something, Stephen, that has been a challenge for you. Okay. Something, you know, in the book I call um, those those sticky, hurtful challenges, I call them sacred tortures. It's the ones where, you know, people might not even 
believe that you are actually dealing with such a thing, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it winds up being our secret. Right. Um, but it is something that challenges you on a regular basis. And if not on a regular basis right now, it challenged you on a regular basis uh, before. And if it were to be triggered, it could once again challenge you up. on a regular mm-hmm. basis. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So I want you to think about that thing. And I want you to, to say, um, I'm going to give you this whole sentence to say, up until now, this, and you can name it or not, you know, you can, name, you can just say this challenge, mm-hmm. or you can name it specifically. Up until now, this challenge has been this way. But from this point forward, it can change for the better. Mm. So, mm. <laughs> now tell me about that. Mm. Why no, you go, mm. because I think that a lot of people can, and I obviously me and I, like a lot of our listeners, they can, that resonates because, you know, like you said, it's something, usually it's something that most people wouldn't think uh, or wouldn't know, um, but it's something that shows up if you don't deal with it. It shows up and right. and it may not show up, like you said, it might, from this period of time, it shows up, like you said, if triggered, it could definitely show back yes. up. Yeah, yeah. So yes. I definitely, yeah, yes. that's why I was, mm. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, 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 but let's actually do it. So, okay. So, you can use the word, you can use, you know, this challenge. If okay. you don't want to share the challenge, use okay. this challenge. But you want to actually say the words yourself that up until now, this challenge has been this way. But from this point forward, it can change for the better. Okay. So say that. Up until now, this challenge has been this way. But from this point forward, it could change for the better. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I need to check in on a couple of things. Okay. Is there a part of you that relaxes or opens to that idea? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Most definitely. And I'm going, to tell you, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you that because up until now, you have dealt with this thing mm-hmm. you have been at war with this thing and this thing keeps winning mm-hmm. it keeps making you feel like you'll never be on the other side of it right it yeah. keeps making you feel like when it rears its head again you're starting you know back at at, at square one exactly it makes you feel like no matter how you try this thing just won't it, 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 it you you really can't even at this point up until now imagine yourself free of it yeah yeah and i think when you say those words because you know and it's one thing to say it to yourself when you say it out loud it, it's actually um it gives you uh hope you know what i mean it gives yes. you it gives you hope it gives yes. you uh yeah, hope, hope. I had yes. a past a past one time said that faith is nothing more than hope, and um I think that's yes. what that gives you. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now here here's something else that you need to know, and all of this 
is in the little book of big lies and uh i'm excited about it and and sharing the book um uh, and i'm even willing to affirm out loud that this book will be a new york times bestseller mm -hmm. and that's not my ego talking right i'm telling you that it's because there are answers that we have all been waiting exactly. for yeah. in this book. Mm -hmm. There are actionable ways, just like with the up until now and from this point forward, there are ways that we actually, when we, when we hear these simple practices, there's a part of us that opens and right. has more hope. Yeah. And yeah. The last thing that I'm going to tell you about hope is, or I probably won't, might not, might not be the last thing, but <laughs> hope, <laughs> but hope, up until now, we have dealt with hope in a very um, limited way. We have, we have thought of hope as a nice sentiment, right? you yeah. know, a nice, a nice, a nicety mm -hmm. what we don't what we didn't know and what we must begin to realize is that hope is one of the most powerful uh forward moving actions yeah. that we can take most definitely most definitely you there is not one person who has achieved anything of worth on this planet without it first having been ushered in through a sense of hope or possibility yeah yeah hoping for something hoping for a specific thing yeah most, absolutely most or seeing or seeing something seeing an idea of yours as you know a possibility right. seeing seeing you know being able to watch TV or watch someone else's life and seeing them as a model that allowed you to hope or see that as your possibility as well. Most definitely. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. So we're not talking, we're not talking about uh, a nicety, you know, an emotional nicety. We are talking about a powerful, actionable, necessary component to driving your life forward. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to let um, the listeners know they can go on YouTube, well, actually go on your website, uh, tinalifford.com, and you, you read an ex excerpt from uh, the little the little book of Big Lies, um, your book that's coming yes. out, and that comes out no November 18th, is that correct? It, it actually drops November the 19th. November 19th, and okay. Mm -hmm. okay. And uh, I am encouraging uh, anyone who has a hurt, drama, trauma, upset, disappointment, or fear, or has been challenged, you know, by something over time um, for 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 longer than you you know would want to be challenged by that thing, or anyone who is just wanting to know how they can 
move their lives forward towards that better idea of life that they are holding. Uh, go not just to my website at tinalifford.com, but go there and actually pre-order the book. Yes. Because yes. one of the things that I've learned in this process is that pre-orders help a book help to position a book for success because what we don't oh, know yeah, is it's true. that mm-hmm. okay you know when it comes to like the New York Times bestseller list it's there's a certain number of books that have to sell in the first week right in yeah. order for it to you know make it to the New York Times bestseller yeah. list yeah. yeah. And so pre-orders actually stack up sales. Well, yeah. So that when that first week happens, there are all of these pre-orders that are actually dropping into um into the the booksellers channels. And those books represent or count right. for exactly the bestseller um Exactly, exactly. And then also from a personal, if you're listening tonight and, you know, all this is resonating with you, you know, it's one thing to say, oh, I'll get the book in a couple weeks. But if you pre-order it right now, you already know it's already done. That book will show up. (laughs) You'll be ready to to read and do the work that you are seeking. So I I encourage everyone to pre-order this book. I mean, I'm I'm about to order mine right now as soon as we finish this interview. (laughs) But... Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, you know, I have to I have to just applaud you, Stephen. I have to applaud you for uh being the kind of conscious man. Thank you. Who yeah, who is taking his life serious. Yeah. Seriously, mm-hmm. in particularly in ways that we haven't been taught. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. You had to find your way to this. I did. Yeah. And, yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And it, the fact that you have you are finding your way and that you're interested in finding your way and that you can see yourself changing on the way. Yeah. You know, cuz when you thing. mention mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. That's the best. Well, you can yeah. see it. You can see it. Uh, Miss Parker, who's a host on our show, a host on our show, she was she she's the kind of person that if she has a problem with something you did, uh, and she and I are very close, she'll you know she'll call you out on it, and and she'll do it in a way that it's it's um it's not out of it's out of love, but she's just telling you I didn't like this, and she'll tell you why. Yeah. And I remember she was telling me uh, she called me one day to tell me something, and I listened to her. And then I said, you know, I said, well, you know, I was just joking, but I do apologize to you. And she just stopped. She said, I wasn't expecting that response because the old me would have, oh, it's not a yes. big deal. I, I was just joking. Yes. But I heard what she said yes. and I acknowledged yes. it and I apologized. And, and so that's part of yes. the growth. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Just in different ways because you realize I don't have to be right about everything. And if, and if yes. someone is coming to you with an issue. Why wouldn't you want to hear what they say, especially to someone that that uh, matters to you? So it's just little yeah. things like that. And you notice that you say, "Wow, <laughs> I am growing." <laughs> yes, yes. But now here, here, here's what excites me 
about what you just said, Stephen. Okay. Because you just said um, she wasn't expecting it. Right. But but you heard what she said. Yep. You acknowledged it, and you apologized. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to inner fitness. Inner fitness is really at the core about our relationship with our self. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so what you just said about developing a healthier relationship with this woman, Mm -hmm. you could use that exact same three steps. Y'all listening to me? All of y'all out there? Listen, y'all, listen up. (laughs) You can use those exact three steps to begin to build a better relationship with yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And the right? Mm -hmm. And so just to just to recap it, it means set the intention right now to begin to hear yourself more listen to yourself more if there is dis-ease dis-ease meaning there is an area of of uncomfort uncomfortability if there is some way in which you are constantly you know sort of running from some thought some pain some past experience that's your inner self. Think of it as a little boy or girl waiting, hoping, reaching, reaching towards you, asking you to please stop running away from me mm-hmm. and just listen to me. Exactly. All I, want, all I want to say to you is that such and such a thing hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. And if you don't give me the opportunity to say that, this is your, 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 your young self talking. If you don't give me the opportunity to say that, if you don't listen to me and hear my need to say that, then I feel rejected. Yeah. I true. feel like you're not acknowledging me. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just say, okay, Tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what hurt you. Mm-hmm. And just acknowledge it. I see that. I see that that hurt you. I'm sorry that that hurt you. Give ourselves the same. Be, be willing to listen to ourselves, to acknowledge to ourselves, and then apologize to ourselves for having rejected this healing moment for such a long time yeah that's powerful that's powerful wow tina lefford i want to thank you so much just for your sharing your knowledge with the world and sharing the work that you've done with the world um again everyone go to her website tinalifford.com and pre-order the little book of big lies that this will change your life it's changing lives already, and we haven't read it, but just from what you're, how you're explaining it and the examples you're giving us. But I want to thank you so much 
for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you have a lot going on and, and much success with this book. And just thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Stephen. You be well. You too. Listen, our thanks okay. go to Tina Lifford. We'll be right back after this. Do I swear to tell a whole truth and nothing but the truth? Let me take a minute. What is my reason for cheating? Let's start from beginning. Let me take a minute. It's clear I made the wrong move. It went down in the DM like the song do. I didn't mean it to happen. She just wanted that action. Body stop moving, I'm folding. Try to talk myself out of it, I'm going. She got the rubbing, I start to bow you. But then I probably lose it all focus. Hold up, damn you don't want to hear me. I can tell the truth, but you is out there. Tell me. You can stay here, I'm going to leave it. And I'm going to take it back to the block I'm Let me take a minute She was just feeling my vibe when I looked in her eye Let me take a minute 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 I place the blame cause I'm popping I'm rocking Hold up Losing that option I really started from the bottom I'm just speaking on the top Easy, shawty, I don't really want you leaving Truth is, she was on the troll and I was feeding And that your weakest moment wasn't there for the healing Being a broken man, how I supposed to pick the pieces up? Maybe you was right, I ain't really good enough Suitcase I'm packing, she get no reaction She thinking I'm capping, everybody like that Let me take a minute. She was just feeling my vibe when I looked in her eye. Let me take a minute. 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 She says she wants up. She says she wants. Let me take a minute.
Back to the Stephen Knight Show. Adam, how's it going? It's going well, Stephen. How are you? I cannot complain. How was the weekend? Uh, it was. It was actually pretty good. It was interesting. Uh, now that you bring it up, we we went to a timeshare presentation for oh, the wow. first time. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever done one of those, but uh, 
it was definitely something we're not going to be doing in right. the same <laughs> yeah. again. Uh, it is. It is. I mean, you've never seen a harder sell, right? It's, uh-huh. it, it was supposed to be two hours. It was three hours. And <laughs> even when, like, they do the exit survey, they're trying to sell you stuff on it. So, yeah. uh, in the end, though, we, we did good. We, we didn't relent. And uh, we'll have some free nights somewhere to go. So, that'll oh, be good. fun. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, besides that, it was it was really good. The weather turned out uh, Sunday afternoon to be like a like a nice spring, late or early fall day. So we grilled and everything. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, sounds like a good weekend. Are you doing Halloween this year? Uh, I mean, you know, I'll be. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll probably find something to do, but we yeah. don't have anything planned at the moment. How about you? I did Halloween on Saturday. I went to a Halloween party. I was the incredible. Oh, nice. What'd you? <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw that uh, the outfit. Yeah, yeah. How did it go? It was good. It was good. Everybody liked my outfit. <laughs> I just feel oh, real nice. big. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Last minute we'll talking. More pictures. I only saw that one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you didn't stitch that yourself? No. Well, you know, I just didn't have the time. You know. No. <laughs> What's going on in the world <laughs> of movie reviews? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'll kick it off since it's just. Me today, and the movie I went to see is called Jojo Rabbit, and right now it's still in a limited release, but there's a couple of theaters here playing it, um, but Jojo Rabbit is a movie that just recently won uh, the, the, the main award for the Toronto Film Festival, and it is about this young boy in World War II, uh, this young German boy who is part of like the Hitler Youth, and he is wanting to serve his country, and he has an imaginary friend who is Hitler. And it goes along with his story and how he kind of goes about with that. I don't want to spoil too much, but it's done by uh, Taika Waititi, who is famous for doing What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Thor Ragnarok, and he actually also stars in the movie. And it has a wonderful cast, uh, Rebel Wilson... Um, Sam Rockwell, Scarlett Johansson, and it's uh, it's a very interesting one. I will say it's not for everyone. You know, this does take place during a serious subject matter, but it also kind of brings a lot of uh, comedic elements to the movie. And the director uh, Taika is known for kind of having. If anyone's seen what we do in the shadows, the, the movie, and they made it into a TV series just recently, or even the uh, Thor Ragnarok, it's that kind of humor that's embedded into this movie. And I thought it was great. Um, I think this is, and because uh, we don't have Chiki on right now, I'll ask him next time. But I think this will be an early forerunner for Best Picture nomination once we get to the Oscar season and. Again, it has a lot of elements to it. Uh, it's not going to be for everyone, but if you're looking for something that's kind of out there and different, uh, I highly recommend it. Nice, nice. That's real good. Anything else? Uh, not, not too much in the movie realm. Okay. Uh, for TV shows, the new season of BoJack Horseman just came out a few days ago, so for anyone interested in that, uh, I would recommend checking that out. It's been pretty a good season so far. And uh, besides that, we're we're still powering through The Sopranos, so we're in season two right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> things are getting things are getting pretty good. I don't know uh, if you watched that show either in real time. I or, didn't. Uh, I never watched it. Uh-uh. Okay. 
Oh, you, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's different. If you, if you have an HBO Go account and you need to uh, fill up your time, it'll definitely do that. They're long, long seasons, and, of course, it's the HBO show, so the episodes are about an hour long. So, right. uh, yeah, that, that's, that's just been what we've been doing lately. Nice, nice. I watched, um, she gave somebody a shout-out, Dolomite, that was on Amazon with um, Eddie Murphy. And actually, there's a lot of cameos in there. Um, Chris Tucker's in there. Gunnell's um, in there. Um, a, oh, Snoop Doggy Dog's in there. It, but I did not know it was based oh, wow. on a true story. But it, based on a true story um, of, you know, back in the Foxy Brown days when they had the um, the black uh, movies. They wasn't, the actor wasn't that great, but it was all out of action and 70s kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and so Dolomite, um, he takes on this character because he really wants to be a star. And uh, I didn't realize it was it was um, it was based on a true story until the very end. They're showing scenes from the real uh, shows, and it was yeah. a, it was really it was done really well. That was such a great movie, I have to say. And she gave some he liked it as well. Um, but also, I, I watched a series called "Live with Yourself" or something like that. It's about this guy who goes to um, and I don't know the actor's name top of my head, but you know him. But um, he goes to this uh, sauna. And they're supposed to um, make you feel better about yourself. You know, they're supposed to make you supposed to be rejuvenated because you feel like he was just stuck. You know, he was married and his job wasn't doing that great. Mm-hmm. And so he's on a slump. And they what they're supposed to do is clone you and kill the original you, but they didn't kill him. <laughs> and so he, oh, interesting. Uh huh. So him and his clone, and they have the exact same memories, and they don't know like the clone thinking, no, I'm the real person. And then they all figured it out, but you have to see how it how it uh, turns out. It's really good. Then I watched this other show, oh, the um, the um, politician. That is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That That's is what hilarious. I've heard. I've heard good things. Oh, and so the last episode of season one, I can't wait for season two. The last episode, like these new characters to come in, you're thinking, what are they like? Where are they going with this story? But you <laughs> but you see exactly why. At the end, so I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. So those are definitely uh, two must-sees. I think they were. I, I watched both last week, and then I watched Dolomite on Friday. But check them out if you get a chance, for sure. Yeah. So it sounds like I mean, um, you you just talked about three Netflix productions. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh, Dolomite is my name, which uh-huh. is the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, it's Netflix, and then those other two. So yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy to think about that. Yeah. This is kind of the new norm, but. Um, I definitely want to check out Dolomite is my name. Uh, did it inspire you to watch the original movie from the seventies? No. Do you think you'll, you'll okay? <laughs> no, not at all. So you realize you're not missing anything. You just okay. But, but it was really but, uh, good. It was really good because just seeing how everyone came together. I think I didn't. I didn't know it was based on a true story. But watching now, I have more respect for what they all did. How they put together this movie, and then they would go on and they put they put on. Uh, Seven new movies, all, all they they did it themselves, and so uh, it was really yeah. good. It was really good. You gotta check it out for sure. Okay, okay, I definitely will check it out. And then I'll take a look at this "Living with Yourself" with Paul Rudd. And, Paul Rudd, uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've seen, I've been seeing the advertisements for the politician, so I'd yes. love to check that out. As the politician well. is hilarious. I mean, it's just like that dry humor. <laughs> like, yeah. <it's, laughs> It, it, I mean, it, I don't want. I'm not going to say uh, one part that took me out because it was kind of inappropriate. But check it out; it's definitely good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's definitely on our list, man. All right. Well, anything coming out of the pipeline? 
So not really. Uh, well, there's a couple big things that I think people will be interested in. First of all, the Terminator, the next Terminator movie is coming oh, out yeah. this weekend. Terminator mm-hmm. Dark Face. Uh, uh, and it includes all the, uh, or the original, like Linda Hamilton, Arnold Schwarzenegger's back. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that should be interesting. The Irishman, which is uh, another actually Netflix production, but they're putting it into the theaters first uh, with Martin Scorsese as the director for a, kind of another mob movie. Um, and then I know Chike is looking forward to Harriet, which is that uh, the tale of Harriet Tubman. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, kind of her escaping and um, the, the founding or working with the Underground Railroad. So those yeah. are the big three for this weekend. Uh, I don't know which one I'm going to focus on but uh sounds like i got a lot of tv shows to catch up from uh, netflix first yes most definitely most definitely all right well thank you as always for letting us know what to save our money on what not to and uh have a great week all right you too steven all right right back after this
Is that enough? I guess we'll never know. Oh, 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 oh,
Houston went to D.C. and just cleaned house. I mean, they just went. I mean, they they didn't win just one game or two games. They won all three yeah. games in D.C. And the momentum is with Houston. I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, this is Houston's series to lose. Mm-hmm. It is theirs to lose. The last two games are in Houston. They just have to win one. Yeah. They're yeah. on a three-game winning streak. Uh-huh. Why not just close it out, game six, end it, call it a day? But I will say this. If Houston loses game six, I think that the Nationals will win mm. game seven. Also, that. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to say Houston's going to win. I hope they do win because I'll win $40. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. But you know how my predictions are. Right. You might end up, end up losing $40. Yeah, exactly. My bad. Right. My bad. My bad. But nah, I, nah seriously, though, I, I think Houston's got it. Yeah. If they lose, I mean, if they don't win this series, it's like an epic collapse or it's like some, something crazy happened because they don't win. Win this series now, absolutely. You saw your you saw your president was there and he got booed <laughs> last night. Man, <laughs> bruh, bruh. Of course, he said. Of course, the White House said he, he had a lot of fans there too as well. Well, we didn't see him. I'm sure that he has some. I mean, I'm, I'm not going. <laughs> but that's so. I mean, come on now. Okay, let's be real, White House. I mean, there were there were around fifty thousand people there. Uh huh. The overwhelming majority, right? I mean, it. So, out of fifty thousand, he might have had, but maybe a thousand. I mean, it, it was so over. I'm not. It's not even worth even debating over. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they didn't like him. No, they did not like him. Nope, they don't like him. And I think that that's a sign of the majority of Americans. Like, yeah. They just don't, Man, it's crazy. Yeah, dude. You know, and, and it's you know, go to your little rally. Cause, okay, here's the thing. He's going to go to a rally soon. He he has. Oh, yeah, I know that. To help his, to help his um ego. Uh huh. Uh He's going to go to a rally. He's going to talk about the fans of the Nationals. He's going to criticize. You know. Yeah. We 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 already know. Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. But not only did they boom, but they trying to lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> they use his words against himself. Oh. Right. I mean. Yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That was, that was, yeah. Right. If you can dish it, then you got to Right. You got to be able to take it. You got to be able to yep. take it. Mm-hmm. It goes both ways. Most definitely. But yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. It was crazy. Um, Football. You think you know with the Falcons? And I know I actually this probably every time that we talk. What'd you say now? Exactly. Falcons? No, yeah, they lost. They took another L. What else is new? Right. Yeah, sad. Okay, just wanted to mention it. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, just wanted to They lost to the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, they lose and lose. I think they are 1-7 one, one and seven now. Yep, 1-7. So that season's done. Flush it down the toilet. It's done. All right. right. But let's talk about some winning teams. 
Okay. The Saints, man. Drew Brees is back on the on the team. They won again. Yeah. It's like this train just keeps keeps rolling, man. So congratulations, okay. Saints. Um, the Panthers winning streak ended yesterday as they got handled by the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, handled by them. So yeah, um, yeah. And my squad, the Ravens. At a um, bye week, so they didn't have to do anything as they prepare to play the um, the New England Patriots. That I'm hoping that they will beat. I think that they will. I mm-hmm. think like it to me. It's it's all set up. It's set up for the Ravens to beat the the, the Patriots. Okay, it, I, I just feel it. The I Patriots won it. last night though over the Browns. Oh yeah, twenty-seven thirteen. Uh huh. Yeah. Which which is sad. Like I. Something's going on with the Browns. Like there's there's talent there, mm-hmm. but it's not gelling. It's not clicking. Something's off. I don't know what it is, but something like they should be competitive. Like they should have a a winning record. But the second half of the um, season actually looks promising for them. Like they should be able to win the majority of their games mm-hmm. coming up. So it's not over. Yeah. Over for them. You know, they can turn it up on in the second half. They can go on like a nice winning streak and possibly make the playoffs. So most definitely, we'll see what happens. But yo, that's all I got. That's all I got on in sports. All right, hey Ron. Well, as always, thank you for keeping us informed, and I hope you have a great week. Same to you, man. Thank you. All right, we're back after this. Spending time getting to know something.
and you're listening to the Stephen Knight Show. Well, that's our show. I want to thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Shout out to Courtney for joining us for Hot Topics. Don't forget her her podcast, excuse me, Flight of Fancy is on YouTube. Check it out. I'll be on this week's episode. And then shout out to Tina Lilford for joining us as well. Don't forget to get her book. It is called uh, The Little Book of Big Lies. It's available next month. Get your hands on it. You can catch her on Queen Sugar. I can't wait for the next season. Have a great one. Have a good night. We'll talk again next week. Peace.